0: Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Unconventional Geek. Today we are here with Humpty, who, honestly, we just decided to have back on the show, so you guys can deal with it.
1: <laughs> I just um, wanted to let you know you scared the crap out of me just then, but... Oh, by starting the intro. intro? Yeah.
0: Oh, because I always like start off with this super like high, not high pitch, but high just energy. like high volume, high energy...
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, comp- <laughs> it completely caught me off guard, but it was really good, and uh, thanks for having me back.
0: Yeah, no problem. Uh, I know last time we talked about wanting to talk about, you know, different controllers and different like, the history of controllers, and maybe we'll get into like, some PC talk, depending. Uh, I think we're just gonna
1: see where this goes. Uh, works for me. Um, where did you want to start off on?
0: So, I think we touched about this briefly, and in- Our last time, you know, like many months, moons and months ago, or whatever. Uh, What was your first controller that you used
1: on a console or PC? My first, all right, so dating myself, my first controller that I used for console was a Nintendo NES pad. Two buttons, a select and a start, and a D pad. Nothing more, nothing less, and it had the square corners. It had the it had the really it had the really sharp edges on the sides. So if you played mm-hmm. for too long, it would it you could tell it would be that, compressed into your hand.
0: That was on purpose. They don't want you playing for too long. They don't want all uh, that responsibility. You know,
1: joke, <laughs> joke, jokes on them. <laughs> played way too much. Right. So,
0: what I mean, I think my first like. Experience was with the SNES, so I had like the rounded uh, controller pad. Um, Yeah. It didn't have the square. Like I've played on almost all of the controller pads. I think original NES is probably one of the few that I haven't actually like touched. Um, I think I've even touched like an Atari.
1: Oh, Ataris were pretty cool. Controller,
0: that's just really a joystick, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was a joystick with, like, a button, and you just had to hope for the best.
0: I mean, you had one input. You didn't need two inputs. That's incredibly crazy. Like, who needs to be able to punch and kick?
1: Right. Who needs... I mean, come on. I guess that's also what gave it a little bit of a challenge, right? You only had,
0: like, one input. You didn't have anything else you could do.
1: Yeah, you only had one input. You had to deal with it, especially for pitfall, because you know you wanted to hit the snake, but you couldn't hit the snake. All you could do was jump over the snake.
0: I'm trying to remember what were there fighting games for the Atari?
1: Well, I don't think so. Or if there like... were, it was that one button did both, both hands. Yeah, that's what I was it thinking. Was like...
0: like it did like a punch and then kick combo type thing.
1: Yeah. One all-in-one uh, all button. That's all you needed.
0: I mean, that's like some of the... There was a point where I felt like Dragon Ball Z basically did that. They are like, you have a button for block, and you have a button for attack. And you're basically yeah. just pressing the same button. And I was like, this is horrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why am I doing this to myself?
0: <laughs> so what's oh, the wait. most... What's the weirdest controller that you've ever held?
1: Um... I'd say weirdest, honestly, for me, and you're probably going to hate me because of this carbs, uh, was um, the Sega controller was a little bit weird for me. And the reason why is because it was a... Which Sega controller? Genesis.
0: Genesis? Okay. Yes. Why? And the
1: reason, because it had the six buttons, and coming from a Nintendo, you know, upbringing, I always forgot that the other two were there. So you never pressed them? I never pressed them. Some games it that... didn't
0: matter, though. Like, it was... They were just empty. Like, they didn't yeah, do anything.
1: That is true. Some games it didn't matter. But most of the time, um, the games that I was playing, they would matter. And I would just forget about them. They did not exist to me.
0: Hmm. So it was a disadvantage to you. But I feel like that's your, like, your own issue with it.
1: Oh, yeah, that is. That is definitely my own issue. (laughs) I'm still gonna blame the controller, though, because I play (laughs) fighting games.
0: So I, uh, I think the weirdest controller I've ever held is kind of, like, split, right? Like, I could say it's the Xbox, like, the original one because it's so big. But I think the Dreamcast was probably one of the weirder ones. And then, like, to top off like all weird controllers without like getting into specialty controllers i think it would have to be all right so there's two i guess that would be the for ergonomics it would be the nintendo 64 because you had that giant weird middle stick that you just kind of didn't know what it was for you didn't know how to hold the controller it's like what the hell am i supposed to do with this
1: right the abomination, yeah. I, yeah, I know yeah. what you're speaking of. <laughs> the
0: abomination of a controller that should have never been. It just yeah. didn't, it didn't make any sense, at least in my head. like.
1: Oh, it's okay. it, it didn't make any sense to me
0: either. And then there was the um, Steam controller, which, in theory, it was good ergonomics. It was good. Like, the controller is actually a really good controller, mm-hmm. but... The execution of using it was horrible because it was a trackpad. <laughs> so it's like oh, it doesn't Jesus. do continuous movement. Like the it, the left uh, area where you, like, use directional and stuff was like a trackpad. But you're supposed to use the trackpad as, like, your look around or whatever, and it just didn't work because you're, like, constantly, like, swiping your finger. And it just felt weird while holding a controller. The controller itself, though, it was an amazing controller.
1: I honestly don't know how I'd feel about that. Like Maybe. I never personally used the Steam controller, but I've heard I've heard good things, but I've heard I've also heard things like that where it's like I movement would that kind of movement would feel almost completely alien to me. Yeah. I don't know how I'd deal with that.
0: I uh I didn't use it. That's how I dealt with it. <laughs> Seems
1: legit. Bull bold, bold strategy. I
0: just I just said screw you, I'm not using you. I will find <laughs> something
1: else to use. Um I can I can appreciate that.
0: It's just one of those things that I was like, meh, it's not really my cup of tea, it's just kind of meh. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh yeah, no, so you you've created some fight sticks, right?
1: Uh like yeah, I've built I've, fight sticks. Yeah, I've built my own um in almost every flavor you can imagine. Uh whether it was a Hitbox uh Hitbox style mixed box, uh regular joyce uh regular uh arcade stick. Um whether you wanted a Japanese or Korean stick, uh, mounted into it. Uh, so what, yeah,
0: what what's the like what's the big draw to having a custom like stick and whatnot?
1: Well, let's look at it this way. You you know what's going into it. You, it's mm-hmm. kind of like putting your heart and soul into whatever it is that you're making. You're starting from the ground up, mattering on what kind of case you want, the buttons how you want to do the wiring, the uh, PCB, which is a big thing for people uh, being the uh, board in which everything connects to because you could do PS4, PS3, PC only. You could do a universal. You could have an audio jack uh, mounted into it. It, There's just about no limit into what you could do if you build, build a fight stick from scratch.
0: So is there any advantage to doing that, like a, maybe not competitive but just like a like – is it kind of like having a mechanical keyboard where you can switch out the keys and whatnot? Or?
1: Yes. Now that's not to say that you can't do that in fight sticks now. It's just mattering on some have a, a void, void warranty sticker across one of the screws or – you might not necessarily like the way the inside of the stick is if you buy a if you buy a pre built because you're trying to deal with cable management on the inside of the stick and it can be a hassle. At least whenever you're using your own custom case, you you know what all is going into it, so you know how you can cable it if you want to.
0: Okay, I mean, so. Is there a competitive advantage to building your own stick? Like, I mean, it's not like cheating, but like, is there like any benefit? Like your stick's going to give you like a millisecond quicker response time, yada, yada, yada type thing.
1: So not really, not necessarily. I know that there are PCBs that you can use that are tournament legal that have a uh, a better, I wouldn't say better response time, but less input delay. Mm-hmm. From when you press the button to when the action actually happens, uh, you don't really see that board around that often. So from a prof- from a competitive standpoint, I wouldn't really say that there is one at this point.
0: And is there a like, so so most people who are into fighting games, they generally go for these types of things, right?
1: Um. So when like it comes to fighting they don't I mean, just
0: like go to the store and buy like the normal hitbox or hitbox, but
1: the normal fighting stick. So everybody I'll put it this way, everybody has their own preference. You'll see okay. you'll see pros use pre built sticks but then have their own buttons and uh, joysticks or levers in them. Like if you're playing Tekken you'll see a player who has certain buttons and then a korean uh, and then a korean lever in there because the korean lever well for me personally uh, has a little bit the specific korean lever that i'm talking about you can customize it however you want so marrying on whatever you move the stick to when it hits the switch on the inside of the stick, it can be a lot more fluid. Uh, you can, I would say, it's hard to describe. As far as as far as the fight stick itself, you'll see professional players with just about any kind of stick out there. But as far as levers, uh, mm-hmm. that's when it starts coming down to the preferences, because yeah. you can you can set up the lever to do just about anything you need it to do.
0: So, I'm going to switch gears here real quick. Uh, last time we talked, you hadn't done any like actual tournaments, right? Like you were doing mostly everything online?
1: Uh, yeah, I had been doing everything online, just kind of getting prepped for tournaments. Uh, I've done, let's see, I can't remember the last time we talked, so I can't remember if final round was before or after that. But I've done um... I, I, I did final <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I've done final round, um I've done some local uh some local stuff and then most recently, which we happened to meet up at was DreamHack. Yeah. And I also competed in that for two different games.
0: And uh, what's your experience, like, going from online into, like, this, you know, going from, like, the dark webs to being real-life fighting type games instead? Like, what's the experience and what's the differences, I guess?
1: So, with online, you're going to have to deal with the same common issue that playing any game online uh, has, which is lag or... In in general terms, latency issues. You never know what kind of internet connection your opponent has on the other side. Most of the times, you can tell right away. Most games these days have will have like a a bar set up that says one to you know one to five bar, kind of like your cell phone signal. Uh, other games will actually tell you the millisecond ping that that's happening between you and your opponent, yeah. like Mortal Kombat um so that's that's the biggest part plus you never the other thing is with playing uh, opponents online is you're never ne- necessarily sure if they're just playing for fun or if they're actually playing, you know, competitively
0: but uh, so i thought they had like competitive stuff on the online areas i guess is
1: so they, they do. They they do have that, but the thing is, is are they just using that competitive platform to test out some janky stuff that they've been practicing online, or are they playing to get their rank up?
0: That's true. I mean, there's always different motive. But who's not to say, like, at the smaller tournaments that are local, people aren't doing the same things, I guess.
1: Well, that's true, but if you're... Look, look at it this way. If I'm behind a computer and I'm doing this, there's no repercussion. But if I'm doing it at a, t- at a tournament, somebody's going to say something. True. They're going to be like, what the heck are you doing? Are you yeah, doing like, <laughs> yeah, like, are you serious? Is this for, like, it, it's one of those, you just straight up look at them. Is this for real? Are you Are you doing this on purpose? <laughs> you know? Oh, but... I would say uh, online has those stipulations. When it comes to offline, I mean, it's a whole, it's a whole different kind of energy, if that makes sense. Uh, people are there because if, if somebody shows up to a tournament, they are determined to win because mattering on where the tournament is, like I flew all the way out to uh, – well, I flew out to Atlanta, Georgia for final round. So if I'm taking the time to take off work and pay for a ticket in my hotel and everything else while I'm out there, I'm pretty sure I'm 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 playing for keeps.
0: You're not playing just to just to have fun and the go get them type spirit and no. the trophy or the badge <laughs> of I participated.
1: <laughs> no, no, nobody plays for a participation trophy. Darn.
0: Looks like my not my type of sport. (laughs) sport. I did it. I was present. No, I was here during this time. Damn it.
1: Oh Uh, my goodness. No, I mean, so that's
0: I mean, that's pretty awesome. I, uh, I like I've said, uh, I always have interest in the fighting community, but it's always not something that I think I would get into because while I know that being toxic and like being upset and angry is. Uh, prevalent in almost any community or esports community i don't like to show that so i've taken
1: most competitive stuff out of my life (laughs) i'm not a good loser that's i can i can understand that now in saying that the energy at an offline tournament is like none other especially in the fgc like the the camaraderie uh, okay okay google turn off hello okay,
0: Google turn off. my Google is playing music, and I don't know how it started. That's kind of creepy. Oh,
1: that's that's not creepy. The machines are taking over. They
0: are. Like, I was just sitting up here talking, and then, like, all of a sudden, it started playing music. I'm like, hmm. I think I'm gonna unplug you now.
1: I don't know how to feel about this.
0: I don't. I truly don't. So, so, the energy, sorry. The energy. No, you're
1: good. Yeah, the energy, it's It's hard to describe, but even though, like, look at it this way. When you go to compete, you're playing against every single other person there who signed up for that tournament, which means you're kind of a one-man island. Now, in saying that, even after you lose, mattering on who you lose to or who you're playing against, you know, after the tournament's all said and done, usually there, or after the tournament's done for that day, usually you could hit up that person and be like, hey, you know, GG's, thanks for the matches, uh, you know, and try and get some advice. And sit down and play with them and kind of lab out things live. Yeah. So you can try and become a better player for next time. And, you know, you make friendships, uh, can kind of use it as an as a networking tool. I don't know what you're going there for. Um, go out at, in large groups and eat afterwards, and just kind of you know hang out and relax and talk about things. Like it's it's kind of it's it's the environment. It's it's different, but in a positive way. Of course, you're always going to have that person there who gets super salty and goes. Because they went 0 and two and it's just gonna be um, a humbug the rest of the day,
0: yeah, wait wasn't that you
1: no, I'm just kidding uh, how dare you?
0: I have no clue what you're talking about <laughs> I'm not referencing anything in the real life <laughs> no no I I, I I find that you know there yeah like you said there's always that one person who who's always kind of like a humbug, I guess and it, no matter what happens, they're going to be.
1: Yeah, they're going to be salty.
0: They're going to be salty, even if they win. I feel like they would be salty.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, I could. I should have done better. And you're just like, bro, you got second. Out of feel... like, mattering on the size of the tournament, like DreamHack was, around 150ish people. Which is and... actually pretty,
0: like, insane when you think about it.
1: Hmm. Have you ever seen the numbers for EVO? No. I
0: Like, I think I've watched a couple episodes. Or, yeah, like, not episodes, but, you know, like, I've seen, like, some of the fighting tournaments, like, online where they have, like, the giant charts and whatnot. Yeah. But I don't think I've, like, paid attention to the numbers too, too much.
1: So, let's see. Because CEO which is a a pretty big tournament out at Daytona Beach. I wish I could have gone, but unfortunately I was not able to this year. I plan on going to next year. Um, Yeah, it definitely happens. Uh, Let's see. CEO. So for, let's see, one of the main games that that I play in Uh, there are 391 players in that single game alone that's pretty insane and
0: that's just for the tournaments right
1: yeah that's just that's just one game one tur- uh that's one tournament for one game that's one bracket
0: nope no thank you <laughs> it feels like that would take forever
1: uh you'd be surprised at how effective a- uh, the TOs are at high level tournaments like this I mean given they're having to run through so many people and that's something else I want to touch on is appreciate your TO whether it's local or at a major you know they have to go through a lot of preparation in order to make these things run smooth Mm Mm-hmm. Usually, what how it'll be how the reason why it moves so smoothly is there all of those players are broken down into pools, yeah, and those pools are running simultaneously.
0: Interesting. So, so there's always like multiple going on at once. Yeah, there's, never there's always like mu- stagnant.
1: No, there's there's barely ever a <laughs> like. There's barely ever downtime throughout that day. From when pulls start to when pulls end.
0: Hmm. Sounds fun. <laughs> I I I had fun like watching and uh just kind of like seeing how people play. Um, it was pretty insane watching the people play, because I'm just going, I could never oh. do this, <laughs> like, or I I probably could like you know with practice and stuff, but like, right now definitely no. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. All, all fighting games are are repetition and muscle memory and re- and then reaction time, because yeah. when when people think of like, oh, it's sixty fps, oh, that that doesn't seem too crazy, and then you have to get into the nitty gritty of going, okay, well, if we start talking about frames, and I say a jab is ten frames, that means it is. Ten frames within that sixty FPS,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so we're, you're having to react to something that is Framish. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ten frames out of uh yeah uh I can't do the math right now. I just woke up an hour ago. Oh yeah, I haven't had
0: much caffeine today, so I'm like, Me I'm either I can't, I can't do <laughs> much right now, like in terms of like thinking. Like, I don't need caffeine to think, but, like, complicated stuff, it takes me a while to kind of do, and I kind of feel t- weird without caffeine it, now.
1: It, it takes a while to get the hamster moving on the wheel. Yeah. I, I yeah. think
0: definitely uh, if you haven't gotten any caffeine, don't do not do caffeine. Caffeine's a hell of a drug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, man, I need that caffeine.
0: <laughs> I mean, what do you think happens every time you go to Starbucks? You're technically the person asking for the caffeine.
1: Yeah, that is true. Starbucks sounds really good right now, now <laughs> that you brought that up. How dare you?
0: Look, you can just go and get a pink drink and get no caffeine. Oh, but then what's the point of going to Starbucks? Pink drink's pretty good, even though you can make it at your house. <laughs> it's just like coconut milk and st- frozen strawberries, and then you kind of like shake it,
1: basically. <laughs> That doesn't sound too bad, but I would figure out some way to implant caffeine into it.
0: You're like, and here's just caffeine, like pure caffeine powder. <laughs> just... I need this. It basically yeah, it just like... tastes like a strawberries and cream.
1: That doesn't sound too bad. That actually sounds pretty good, but I really want caffeine right now. Especially since the the note of caffeine was brought up.
0: I mean, caffeine is, like, an essential part of everybody's life and – well, not everybody's. But if you drink tea, you have caffeine. So for this, yeah. They're like, I don't see why people need coffee. If you're drinking tea, you're drinking caffeine.
1: You're, yeah, you're getting your fix. You're just getting it in a different format. Yeah, and at different times. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. but oh.
0: No, I mean, so you're – fixing to upgrade your computer right like that's something that we've talked about offline um what what type of computer are you planning to build like i know but like tell us a little bit Uh, about what your your goals for this computer and like what what you're putting into
1: it so my goals for this computer is one well it's definitely going to be first and foremost it's going to be a gaming pc i mean don't you know why I'm here, but <laughs> it's... it's Game? For, I didn't know I, your game. It's okay. I couldn't tell that I gamed either with the, my continuity and how, how often I've been playing. But that's also because <laughs> I've been dealing with PC issues. Uh, on another note, uh, I'll touch back on that. It's first and foremost going to be a gaming PC. I want to upgrade and kind of future-proof my PC. So by about the end of the year, once the new generation of uh, of gear comes out, I'm going to probably buy the the stuff I need. That's the I'll I'll say this. So i10 is going to be dropping at the end of the year. I'm going to go for everything that's i9 compatible, so that that way I'll get I'll be able to get the most bang for my buck. Mm-hmm. But not, o- but not only that, I also, I also plan on being able to do a lot more, uh, editing wise and processing wise. So, yeah. cause I've, planning... I've had a couple, what's up? Sorry, sorry. Continue. Oh, so that, that way I can, I've, I've had a couple projects run through my brain and my computer right now it would take me forever to get those done and compiled and so i'm upgrading so that that way i can do them more efficiently
0: i mean but if you start now you can like be have a head start you know
1: yeah well right now i'm going through and i'm trying to learn all the tools that i'm wanting to use because i have i have access to the entire adobe suite and so I've been okay. going through and doing the kind of courses that they have and using my uh, my wizardry of YouTube to look up videos for things that might not be explained as well.
0: Okay. So you're not using, like, Skillshare or something like that?
1: Oh, no. <laughs> what is Skillshare? Are you asking serious or joking? Yeah, no, no, for real.
0: Uh, have you heard of Site? Or like yes. an Academy, th- those types of things. Uh, Skillshare is like a place where like creators can come together and like post content uh, that's like specifically learning like different courses, different things. So like you can use it as a user, you can be a cr- teacher type thing. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to I check if I'm that not out. Mistaken. It's month. It's, a, it's another subscription thing. It's like. Uh, you can usually find like a twenty percent offer and two months free or something like that, and it's like eighty-eight dollars a year or something like that. That's a lot not of people like it. I uh, I haven't tried it just yet. I am waiting like a week or two. I gotta gotta make sure I pay off all the bills. You know,
1: be adults and be responsible. Right. Remember, but folks, adult first.
0: Always adult first. Don't 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 child like me.
1: <laughs> That's not hey, right. There's nothing. There's nothing, to, well, there's nothing wrong with being a man child every once in a while. You just have to make sure that everything's in order first. That's true, but that means you have to adult first. Mm-hmm. I don't You're want to adult. I don't want to adult either. I'm trying to see if. Uh, it's funny you bring up Plural Sight because I've used Plural site before, but for work. Yeah. So, in knowing that they have all the things, I'm going to see if um, once once I'm once we're done with this, I'm going to see if uh, my my work email still works for my premium account, and then just do it <laughs> that way.
0: So what's funny is I I've been trying to like get into quantum computing, like to understand it and whatnot, and I cannot find many courses on it and i understand it's new but like not even like the theory like i guess i could go into like quantum theory instead to like kind of get an understanding but i saw nothing for computing and i was like man this really sucks because i really want to like learn this and be able to like be ahead of the curve you know
1: all right so to understand quantum computing you have to understand quantum mechanics
0: that's i mean that's that's like minute things. I worry about those things as I encounter them.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, touche. No,
0: that's that's what I did with everything else. You know, I, I start something, go, oh, I need to know this, and then I go do that.
1: So, it's okay. That's exactly uh, that's exactly just about how I learn things. Like, uh, uh for the pc that i'm building i'm going to be doing water cooling and mm-hmm. so to understand how water cooling properly works i kind of took a crash course and the theory of thermodynamics
0: crash course by that you mean like youtube videos or
1: you, tons of youtube videos youtube videos wiki uh when, when
0: you say that all i picture is just like this giant wall of like screens and then like different courses like flashing through like you know like when the computer uh, the intelligent computer AIs are like learning all of our webs
1: on, it, it, and, like
0: all the crappy sci-fi shit.
1: I wish it was like that but it's more like the meme of the guy from it's always sunny in Philadelphia with all the string lines going from one page to another page and me just standing there trying to explain it to people. <laughs>
0: couldn't no nope. uh, i i the one thing i have for learning is that i just as long as it's something i'm interested in and i feel like it can be used and as i get older i realize that a lot of things even that though i don't find them interesting i realize that they have uses so i end yeah. up learning them anyways and sometimes it's just useless information for the time being and then like five years later i'm like oh i know how to do this and then like, <laughs> why why do you know this random little freaking thing? Like, because
1: it involved with something else that I liked. Yeah, that sounds about right. I can appreciate that. That's about the reason why I learn things.
0: It's about the reason why I learn anything nowadays. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um. No, I mean, so those are. That's pretty cool, though. Uh, so are you planning on making more YouTube videos or so, Like making YouTube videos or something like that.
1: YouTube videos YouTube videos YouTube videos YouTube videos YouTube videos I plan on doing a lot of uh, media across a lot of different platforms okay. mainly it's going to be YouTube and Twitch um, I'm planning on doing a lot more YouTube videos when it comes to Wild WoW Classic because that's going to be releasing soon as well as final fantasy and maybe i'll get around to actually, you know, making videos on, you know, fighting games. I mean,
0: it's always good to put your stuff out there and see if anybody else likes it, so.
1: Yeah. Mainly mainly the YouTube videos uh, are going to be me playing WoW Classic doing a Survivor Man series. Why? Why? Why not? How? A survival
0: in WoW Classic?
1: Yeah, so have you ever watched like the survival shows? Some of them. Okay, so I'm going to be playing a zombie rogue with skinning. And in Uh WoW Classic, you could still cannibalize. So the whole thing is just going to be me running around trying to explain things to people. Like explain nuances of WoW Classic but from a Survivor Man standpoint. Interesting.
0: Someone's gonna create WoW news and then put you on it and be like crazy man goes around skinning all the
1: animals. Don't forget to loot your dead. I'm just saying that's an important thing.
0: (laughs) Wait, I thought that was just everything. You're always supposed to loot
1: even if they're not dead. (laughs) Loot. Pickpocket. No. Same don't difference. Don't don't pickpocket IRL. Just do it in-game. Yeah, exactly. Get There's your Skyrim a
0: character killed.
1: Right. Oh, there we go. Had to get my neck to pop. Sorry about that.
0: All is good. Uh, I mean, who, who doesn't need to, you know, pickpocket everybody who comes their way, right? So...
1: That's true. Also, it's going to be me of uh, videos of me and a group of a uh, close friends of mine because they're all also making rogues,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we're just going to go around and uh, I don't want to say flame because it's not flaming. It's not that we're doing it for a negative context, but we're going to be following around. Mages and other characters of the sort, and uh, messing with them the entire time for for a certain period of time,
0: hmm.
1: like going Seriously. completely invisible. What's up? You're, go- you're, you're gonna be troll a lol Oh, totally trolling,
0: troll
1: a lol Like, there's nothing better than going around with a group of four other like-minded rogues and finding a clothy and uh making uh using the ability that makes them turn 180 degrees while they're walking so that they start freaking out and jumping around trying to get away thinking they're about to be attacked but we're not gonna attack them
0: so is wow is classic wow like all pvp or
1: no uh there are pvp zones just like just like in regular while there's there's rp and pvp i will personally be playing on a pvp zone
0: okay i that's why i was confused about i was like how are you going to do this, <laughs> this
1: oh know? no i will be i will be in a pvp zone like i'm going to have my rp character that i always play in mm-hmm. every kind of game but then i'm also going to have a pvp character in a pvp zone
0: okay that sounds good. So, I think I'm going to have to start wrapping this episode up. Um, do you have a question for the audience?
1: If you were to build a new computer, what would you put into it?
0: I already told you this, but I'd put in no. My My new computer is basically going to be all AMD. How dare you? No, I'm joking. (laughs) Well, it's also conflicting for me because it's like I want to leverage all the power that's coming from AMD and even like over NVIDIA, like their new graphics card is supposed to be pretty good. But the issue is is I just got two G-Sync monitors. Oh, yeah. I have one FreeSync, but it's nowhere near the performance of my G-Sync monitors.
1: So what, what about this? What about having all three set up and having an NVIDIA video card and the new AMD? Because I, I feel like I know which one you're talking about. Because for media editing and creation, that video card is supposed to be uh, the cat's pajamas.
0: Yeah, and, and I just I, – I don't know. We'll, we'll find out, but I, I won't be building a new computer for at least
1: six months, so. That's – so – that's about the time I'm going to be doing this one, so it should be interesting. And now that you say that, I wonder if there is a way to run the AMD video card and the NVIDIA video card at the same time.
0: I don't know if you'd get much benefit from it, but I'm pretty sure there's a way.
1: Well, let's let's look at it this way. What if you used the AMD as a dedicated media video card, and then you used the NVIDIA... For nothing but gaming,
0: you can do that. The basically, you just set it up within the programs because a lot of the Adobe programs
1: you can set up which graphics card it goes after. Yeah, and same with and same with most games these days. So yeah, that's not a bad idea though. It'd be an interesting little experiment. Yeah. <laughs> let me just find X dollars to. to yeah to let me let
0: that. me find an extra thousand dollars just to you know. Be able test to that theory. afford the second graphics card
1: So why do our hobbies have to be so expensive?
0: <laughs> I mean, every hobby is expensive if you think about it. They're just expensive in different ways. Unless your
1: hobby's like going on picnics or something. Your your hobby's going on what?
0: Sorry, my cat is trying to not get down and she was like clawing on to everything, so I was like trying to move her around without hitting the microphone. Um, uh, but, no, I think every hobby is expensive to some degree, uh, unless it's, like, you know, going on picnics or something. <laughs> and even yeah, then, you're right. talking about food and whatnot, so.
1: Yeah, and then you're dealing with ants. Ants <laughs> <No>. suck. <laughs> oh, um, maybe.
0: No, you guys can find Humpty over on his Twitch and Twitter page. I don't remember, are they all the same, or are you, I, I believe they are. I believe Go they
1: ahead. are all the same. Now that you say that, e- my mind went blank. I, I uh, like to
0: confuse people, so, you know.
1: Oh, gosh. Sorry about that. Uh, they are all at the Big Humpty. Uh, You can also find me in the Foxfire Discord if you ever have any tech questions or if you just want to find me for fighting games or any games in general.
0: Once again... Thank you so much for coming on, and like always, guys, stay unconventional.
1: Y'all have a great one.